everybody welcome back to the dad strides podcast a running podcast all about getting those tired old dad legs moving again i am your newest dad host kayla babcock and it's your favorite dad niles and we're coming at you just you know it's a good week and caleb and caleb (laughs) got humbled and when caleb gets humbled i have a good week (laughs) because usually (laughs) caleb is humbling me and i'm i'm really I'm really excited to hear about this race because this actually, you know, as the listeners hear it, I'm hearing it for the first time too because we actually made we didn't sure talk not to intentionally. talk about it. Yeah, yes, that was a good call. We did, we, we did it on purpose so that I could have the biggest, strongest reactions and make fun of you live. Well, not live, but recorded. Yeah. And I just want to go back to last week's episode where I gave all my pre-qualms and excuses. <laughs> I don't want to give those excuses in this episode. The race went okay. <laughs> At a high level, it was way harder than I thought it was going to be, to be completely honest. It was it challenged me physically and mentally and everything, but we finished, which was the main goal. Um, so yeah, Black Canyon 100K race recap. Do you have any like burning questions right off the bat, Niles? Like anything? Because I, I, I can go through my day and do all right, the normal right, stuff. Right, 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 right. What was the lowest point of your, uh, uh, like, like yeah. was there a point where it was like, I... Like I'm, I'm dying or so, like I hate this or like I never want to do this again. You, there what was is, the lowest point? Yeah, yeah. The lowest point, um, well, you know how like in running or in some sports, I guess they say the term like hitting the wall. Right. I didn't necessarily in this whole race, it was kind of weird. I've had that in other runs where you're like putting in a really hard effort. There was not like one wall. It was just like a slow crock pot death of like, <laughs> you know, it just cooks you the heat and everything. So the right. low. Just eight did, hours of getting cooked. Dude, slow, slow, slow thir- roasted 13 brisket. hours and 50 minutes of getting cooked. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good meal. Like, I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you throw meat in the crock pot and you cook it 13 hours, woo. honestly, that does sound good. I, yeah, yeah crock I'm pots hungry. Are, I'm crock hungry. pots, are, crock cool. pots <laughs> are chill, dude. And crock pots will, will make a husband feel like a, like a, like a good cook. You yeah. Know? Or anyone, like honestly. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, my lowest point though, probably came right around mile 45. I specifically didn't pull, I carried my phone on me the whole day in my fanny pack just so that Ariana could track me on find my friends. And, uh, I intentionally didn't take my phone out at all just so I could focus. And it was a nice full day to be off my phone. But I remember at mile about 40, 43, I was like at my lowest. So to answer your question, that was definitely yes. my lowest because okay. mentally I was pretty strong all day. I was happy just to be there. I knew I wasn't like after we can go into this. After, after being a little injured after, and Yeah, but not even those excuses. Just to the day of the race. After about thirty five miles, I was kinda like, this is not actually this is not my this is not actually happening in a good running way but right like i'm trying to basically i'm trying to say like at that point i threw in the towel of having like oh a good i'm like a good runner today it was just like hey let's finish this thing and like let's get david goggins stay hard attitude and like have fun and go so yeah mile 45 though my low i pulled out my phone i took a selfie and i was like this is documenting the suckiest it's been out here and the, the, honestly, it was all because my stomach, for the first time in any real ultra running thing, it like fully flipped. It like I felt so sick, um, and like like pukey. 
Yeah, like I. You felt like you were going to throw up. Yeah, well, yeah, and I almost did during. I I did after. Um, <laughs> bad, yeah. Wait, so like when you finished, like you crossed the finish line, you just went, you just went full spewage. Yes, dude. So I, sick. I, dude, it was so weird. It like a bunch of people finished. They had like a fire going and everything. I was trying to hang out with like Ariana and chat, and for about fifteen minutes, I was good. Then all of a sudden, it just came up on me. And I was like, felt so nauseous, probably because like, you know, I was eating goose and just sugar all day. Right. And I did Ugh. eat, I did, I thought oh. I did an okay job about like eating other food and nutrition. Turns out I probably didn't eat enough calories. Um, but dude, it all just kind of came up. And then the whole night until the next day, I went to bed with just like my head down, riding back in the car. I just, I threw up in the car on the way back in a bag that no Ariana left. Yeah, so I threw up in the bushes, like, and my legs are shot. So when I'm like crouching down, I can, my, they're that like cramping down out. Bro, they're cramping up. I'm like kneeling down, and I was like, oh, this should feel better. And I'm like almost dry heaving because there's not much in my stomach. Some water probably didn't drink <laughs> enough as well. It was just kind of gnarly. It was a weird feeling, and I wanted to hang out. When and it was really hot, right? I wanted to hang out and enjoy that belt buckle I just got, <laughs> which, right. to be honest, but like, instead you're just puking. The belt buckle thing is—it's so core ultra running, but I think it's so weird. It's like, why? Why is that? So if you run a hundred k or a hundred miler, you're awarded with like a belt buckle. It's like a traditional thing. Must have been—I okay. don't know why. Okay. Hmm. Anyways, so I got my That's first cool. belt buckle, technically. Um, nice, congrats. Anyways, threw up. Um, but yeah, dude, that was... Anyways, puked. Puked, puked and rallied. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't happen during the race, I guess. Um, mm. But one point during the race, I had to, like... There was this aid station that was in the middle of nowhere, almost just, like, I, I forgot, like... Because you don't look at where everyone is on the map. I knew where the ones Ariana was going to be at because there's, like, specific ones that the crews can be at. Okay. Um, But there was this other one that just all of a sudden I came down this hill... In the middle of these cactuses, there's a small tent. And I'm like, oh, thank the Lord this is here. Because they had a chair and I sat down. This is when my stomach was starting to go. And mm-hmm. uh, I took a swig of ginger ale, like soda, because I like when I was younger, that's what my mom gave me when I felt sick, right? Right. It's like ginger yeah. ale. Or like I Sprite. Yeah. So I took that and that actually did help. Like I felt significant okay. and took five minutes and just like, yo, like your body is like trying to tell you something. Tripping. Yeah. Tripping, but... Dude, okay, before we really get into, like, I can explain the day, I just got to give a couple shout-outs. First, shout-out to my wife, who crewed me with a 10-month-old, our daughter, Barry, who is also teething. Spent 14 hours out there, if not longer. Shout-out to any crews, but, yeah, definitely shout-out to my wife on this one. That is, it's like, obviously, running, like, that long of a day. It's pretty selfish, and they put in a ton of work, (laughs) and they have to be on when you're coming in and you're... I'm try. I try to be in a good attitude, and I think I was most of the day. I don't. I, right. I was never bummed or anything. But, dude, they she rocked it. She she did updates on Instagram. She even did she like did. it was sick. Me yeah. and my wife were following those religiously because I just wanted to see how, how yeah. you were doing. Yeah. And and at one point, I look at Sarah, smart wife, and I'm like, "Would you ever crew for me?" And it was just the hardest no I've ever got. <laughs> it was just an absolutely not. So. Mega props to Ariana because Sarah would hardest never do that. Hardest no I've ever got. <laughs> yeah, just uh, the hardest no, yeah. just an uh, H no. Dude, apparently Barry just did so good all day. So we got lucky awesome. with like, she crushed it. She was happy. Like people were smiling at right. her. That, that, that would have turned the mood for sure had Absolutely. Barry had a rough day. Yeah, and like, 
Yeah, so I feel like a lot of those things, when it got hard out there, I was thinking about them, and I'm like, well, I can't complain. They're out here helping me, and like, she's dealing with our kid all day, like, in this rent, little <laughs> rental car and dealing with me right. when I roll up, but... She had fun, she said, which is awesome. So big shout out to my wife. Uh, also shout out to all my family and all the striders and the listeners. I got so many messages. I got my phone was oh, like cool. blowing up after I didn't look at it and I had it on do not disturb all day. I had no notifications going to my watch or anything. So right. dude, I, I just, I felt the love. Like I really, it was crazy. Oh, nice. Even though That's I was good. not having a day, like as far as like right. performance goes, but I was having right. like, Dude, it was awesome. Um, and I do also want to sh- last shout out the Era Vipa, who's like the 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 meat mm-hmm. the meat company that puts these on. They are kind of pushing forward the, the live. They sell meat. No, yeah, <laughs> no the what the the oh I said meat the race I like I'm <laughs> track. <What? laughs> I was thinking track meat in my head like a. They put on the uh, event. The event. It's not a meet. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, Aravipa sells like steaks like that." Like seems sna- strange. Like desert snake skins meats. Right. Oh, okay. So Aravipa no. is a running company. It's a running company. R- yeah. And they ran the ultra meet that you went to. Yeah, I don't know why I called it a meet. Just stuck stuck in a good old high, high school days. days, bro. Yeah. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. Would have gone yeah. to state. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Era Viper though, they're kind of like the pioneers of getting these meets live streamed to YouTube. And so I feel like even though it's such a niche, like trail running is such a niche sport for most people, but the fact that there is an outlet for fans and people and like watching the elite field, it was a pretty stacked yeah. men's and women's field. The fact that there is an outlet and they're putting out something that people can follow along all day, I think mm. I got more support. Like my family was following along on the live stream. The right because I of followed what they're on, doing, on like the live tracker, the live tracker. Last yeah. at this, at like this yeah. last scene at this aid station, you were in like I don't know, like a hundredth place, which I thought was actually pretty good considering slowing down like, extremely. <laughs> no, <I was> kidding. <laughs> running his thirteen minute miles. Um, right. Yeah, so I just want to shout out them. I feel like that's why a lot more people were invested, like on like my family and stuff, because of what right. they're the effort they're putting behind it. So that was sick. Cool. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I can kind of just walk through the day, but I feel like Dude, it's really one sided. I want you to I, kind of I, interview me. I, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. All right, it. I'll try to be concise. But um, yeah, guys. So basically, we flew in the day before. We stayed at our Airbnb. The race was the next day. We went to the expo, got my bib number, bib 136. What up? Um, yeah, next day happens. I think the race, my heat, there was three heats that started because of like COVID wave starting. The elite field, which was elites plus some other people. I don't know really how you got into wave one. I wish I would have gotten the back of wave one just to start with more cooler temps. But it was only a 30-minute <laughs> gap. I showed up to watch them start because of... I like I knew some of the cool. runners in there. Right. Yeah. And I was only 30 minutes behind. So I started at 7:30. Shout out Ryan Thrower from Free Trail Pod, which is like the best trail running podcast that he does all the a lot of the content for with Dylan Bowman. But Ryan cool. edits it. He's a photographer. He was there. Um, and he's like, Yeah, Caleb, he got a picture of me. He's like, get to the front of the line. He's like, You're here wave two, like you should be in the front of this one. I'm like, all right, whatever. Um Oh, that's but, sick. Yeah, but had to make you feel what good. was cool when he did that was apparently my parents were like, That's the only reason we saw you on the live stream. Cause they cut back to the live stream to eat for each of the starts. So they're like, We saw you on the uh, live. Um that's so sick. Sh- shout out Ryan. But yeah, heat two started at seven thirty. The race goes out, and again, 
not to go back to my issues. I'm dealing with a little ankle pain, but no, <laughs> dude, no. dude, dude, dude. Yeah, you, this is this is this is a this, this is a safe is, place. This is a safe place to bitch and moan <laughs> because that's all I'm gonna do after my 50k. <laughs> no. So please, please feel free, yeah. feel free to bitch and moan as much as you need. I felt honestly, start of the race, I felt great. I had some oatmeal that morning and a banana, some uh, like peanut butter oatmeal. So, and I felt great, yeah. It was cool, cold, cold temperatures, started in his shirt, beautiful trails. Uh, the first, like, f- three miles of the race, you're not yet on single track. You do a lap on the track, then run some roads. And it was cold, right? Yeah. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I FaceTimed Ariana, and I was like, how's he doing? She's oh, nice. like, good. But it was, uh, basically, it was cold in the morning, but then a- as I was FaceTiming her, she was saying, like, it had already yeah. warmed up a lot. Because you so start you were dealing at, with, like, really cold and then getting really warm yeah, throughout the day. The race is point to point, so 62 miles of one direction, which is awesome. But Frick. it starts up at 4,500 feet, so in the desert, in the morning, that's still kind of cool. Like, I think it was around 38, 39 degrees, so pretty chilly. But I was just, like, T-shirt, no gloves. Some people had gloves. Um, mm-hmm. but you could always throw off your first layer at the first crude aid station, but that's okay. in, that was 19 miles in. So you, I was so glad, <laughs> dude, I was so glad I wasn't, I, I started in t-shirt. Like I was stoked on that. Oh, okay. That, I that, felt that good. awesome. I was like, all right, I think I ran a lot of people at this race go out a bit too hard. Um, apparently. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I was good. My second mile was like, I was like a 9.30, I think. Like, I was like, okay. yo, chill. It's going to be chilling. a very long day, 8.30, 9. Like, I know I could run, like, nine-minute miles all day long. So I thought. Or so he thought, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or so he thought. <laughs> yeah. um, I get to the first crude aid station. And again, the first 20 miles is awesome. It's really easy. It's runnable. Not too many rocks on the trail. Overall, this course was way harder than I thought it was going to be, to be c- c- candid. Way more chunky rocks like technical rocks and way more just turns little undulating turns up and downs like Hmm. out of ditches a lot of just stuff that kind of just kind of slowly wears you out there's not a lot of just cruisy get into a couple miles of just like a nice easy pace it's Mm -hmm. all like kind of harder running which i thought was interesting um so the course was in general a little harder even though on paper it looks like oh net downhill um pretty chill but anyways um, so yeah, I get to Ariana, see her at mile 20, still feeling good. I, that whole time I pounded a couple water bottles. I started with, I, I started desert style. That's what Ryan called it. Two handheld water bottles and a waistband. <laughs> That's so, okay. dude, desert style. Like instead of going with a back, uh, like a vet, a pack. Wait, so should I go desert style or, or cause I was going to wear my, my, my wear your pack. Thing. Yeah. Apparently okay, it's, okay, cool. it, it's a lot more, it's a lot more comfortable. Um, I okay. honestly, I even saw a lot of the elites wear packs. Um, so okay. people have mixed feelings about Did it, health. As, as long as my boys and girls, the elites are, are wearing packs then I'll wear packs. That, then I'm good to wear packs. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, I think it's whatever you train with more too. So I don't know. I liked double handhelds, but after like a long time, I was like, oh, like I haven't done a lot of long runs with double handhelds. So halfway through, I'm like, oh, I could actually feel like I'm carrying little like two and a half pound weights the whole time, right? And I almost would have- 13 hours. Yeah. But with the pack on your back and the heat, like it did get really hot. Right. Um, and you also run the risk of chafing because it's like you never sure. go for on a tw- on a twelve hour run. So then it's right. like you're gonna chafe in spots you never knew you could chafe. And at some point you put on some squirrels nut butter and just scab up later and you forget about it. Like my whole right. back got all chafed out from my pack, but I didn't even know. Your during lower the race. back, right? Yeah, because okay. it's like slightly rubbing the whole day. Um, 
So anyways, okay, so I get to, I get there. It's starting to get really hot now. Anyways, great first 20 miles. Um, after that, I literally come out of the climb, probably like 20, 22 miles, and I roll my ankle so bad, the bad ankle. So th- oh, no. the ankle's already, because of all the rocks, you know you want your stability with like, you don't have a lot of, right. I didn't have a lot of confidence on the very rocky stuff, right. and the rocks are kind of big. So I'm like, weak ankle boy, Kind of every step. And you are a weak ankle and boy. It, you're like yeah. you're you're papa papa roll your ankle every couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I got ank- I got wimpy little ankles, and mostly from skating, just rolling them so much. But right. from trail running, they have kind of gotten stronger. But yeah, I've, all, yeah, I've had that this weird ankle going into this, Injury. and then the roll didn't help. So then, literally, <laughs> dude, no. for the next forty like thirty eight miles of this race, I was not one I was like only like 70% confident with all my stepping and that just kind of slowly what that did was made my other muscles compensate differently because I wasn't right. running I was almost like running your normal body's but no, yeah I was like your body's just, used to it was like a limp run where I knew I was favoring my right leg more <laughs> and then like my left and then your leg, right leg starts to hurt yeah my left groin because I was like changing my stride just enough and then I rolled my ankle probably three or four more times on the whole day because it once it goes kind of weak, that tendon is just like shot. So that was oh. my biggest qualms, that and the heat, my, my weak ankle, which caused me to not just have a lot of... You little bitch-ass ankle. Yeah, just not to have a lot of just good confidence <laughs> with the strides. Um, and But, dude, the question in the back of my head, or like, I'm going to quit, like, to be honest, I said at the beginning, like, I won't quit no matter what, like, whether I, unless the cutoff hits me, which is a very generous cutoff of 20 hours, I think, like, you could be running into four, like, most people can finish or you DNF. The amount of people that DNF, though, is insane. I actually, I should pull it up, not to, like, toot my own horn, but props to everybody who, like, didn't have, because, dude, I was probably out there with a bunch of people right around where I was that are probably really good runners, but we just had, like, just such an abrupt, I don't know, like right. I learned. Well, I, well, learned I saw st- the, the dude who was in first place, because obviously I, I went to find you on the live tracker. Then I went to find the guy who was in first place, and he dropped out. Like he, like no, he, no. I saw him post on Instagram. He was like, oh, he's like, this isn't my day or something like that. One, was like of the, one of the dudes who was in the top. One of the guys in the top, yeah. The first place guy took it from the gun and won it. He's like, a, he was a. Oh, did he? Dude, he's a dad. He's like 41. Just so beast. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, he's like. Wow firefighter guy and like why does being a dad just make it so much cooler i know like like like, well, like if you win the the, the 100k sick if you win bro, the 100k and, and you're a father of three and you pay a mortgage and you work sicker. full time like he trains he like right. rides his bike at like three in the morning his name's true heart like what a sick name <laughs> like derek true heart dude something. his first name is true heart his last name's brown oh what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow i mean that's a name that has to be famous, like yeah, True Heart dude. Brown. It's like it's like starring True Heart Brown. Yeah. Wow, what a legend! So That's okay, sick. so 199 people DNF'd this race. Wow. Yeah. And there were what, like 500 people running it. There was 515 finishers plus 199, okay. so 716 or no, yeah, 714. That's insane. So the heat got to a lot of people, and honestly, like right. yeah, coming from training in the winter was hard. Um, Couple other things to note at mile thirty-one. Oh, and so my other thing too is uh, let me just let me say this: like maybe I'm such an optimist that like I did not. Why did I think I'm just going to be good with sixty-two miles when I've done some thirty miles? 
I've never ran right. farther than 35 miles ever, right? So me thinking right. I'm just going to like, oh, my legs are going to be good on this course. Like for whatever. another for, 27 miles. <laughs> exactly. So my, I, I, my thought is this, there's three types of people who would be like, if I was like, you're either a, like a, a naturally freak of nature. Like if I had the ability, there's some people that are right. just like, they can just do that randomly, right? Then there's people mm -hmm. who I think have put in enough training miles, which was not me. Like my, I maxed out at like 50, 55 miles a week, right? Through the winter is kind of hard. Right. I think you should have been putting in at least like 80 to 100 mile weeks, which is like what a lot oh, of these bigger elite guys did. But dude, it's 100 kilometers. That's like, that's that, like, like, that's like 15 hours of running a week. I mean, whatever it is, like that's, that, I'm convinced now that's what you have to do. Or the last step is you've just had more lifetime miles. I've only been doing this okay. like three years. I literally hit 30 miles and I'm like, okay, this is all new territory. Like I was still in a good right. place mentally, but I'm like, my legs are kind of done. Like they're not, they're not right. strong. I, I don't mean, feel great. I am getting so nervous for my 50K. Because <laughs> no, like, like, I, like, I, I feel like you are to 100K as I am to 50K. Like, Maybe. It's like the, the farthest I've ever ran is a marathon. But the you're also an optimist. And, you, and I am, and I am, I am under-trained. Like, I'm, I'm severely under-trained. I, mean, I, I ran 16 more. miles last week. Yeah. I ran 16 miles last week. And then, no, no. I think I ran 20 last week, 16 before. It's like I'm, I'm I, running. Like, I need to put in like three 40-mile weeks. Right, and then or else I'm gonna get abs I'm gonna get effed. You'll do race. it, but like, like I did it still. I'll like, walk a what lot. I'm saying right. is like, I we'll still we'll still do it because we're like those kind of. I think we're those kind of people, dude. Freaking stay right. hard, my dog. <laughs> yeah, freaking true heart Duran over here. Tr true heart, Gray Duran. But dude, true heart probably had so many lifetime miles in those legs. He's so strong, just in general. I'm still so new to like these longer distances, and I'm just like. Mm. I'm gonna pop up to 100k from doing two or three 50ks. Like, dude, I got. I think it really just goes to show, like, experience level with nutrition is huge, and I think I'm just not the naturally gifted long distance runner. When I because you I are say fast, long, you are fast, right? But I'm like, maybe I'm just better at like 20 miles to. You know what I mean? Like, I do always have pretty good 20 mile Still days, so far, but going but up yeah. to like 60, it was such a bigger thing that I didn't gr fully grasp, I think. Right. And so all that to say, it's like, um, I think I could have had a probably a way better day. Obviously, if my ankle was good and I trained more, like if I was training up right. to like those 80-mile weeks, I could have maybe had gotten the top 40. Like I think realistically, yeah. if I had my perfect training and I have maybe a, another year, I think I could have got like top, no injury. top 40 that day based on the – there was a lot of talented runners like – Maybe top thirty, but like that's being right. that's giving myself a little more than I probably deserve. But um, all that to say, I keep saying that. Um, all that to say, well, all, to all say that to say it was hard. All that to say it was I, very long. I hurt. I was hurting. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I took a swig. Another funny part was at mile thirty. There was this. I I went to this aid station right at or thirty one. Ariana wasn't there. So it was a random one out in the course, and. Dude, in the course, the Aravipa, the aid stations are awesome. There's so many, so much food. They're fully stocked. You got water, ice, and all that. Like the people are nice. They're dialed. Yeah, I'd highly so recommend. Did, did you put ice okay. on, underneath your hat? Was yeah, that a, was yeah, that yeah. A move you did. Okay. Yeah, I did that. I should have had an ice bandana because I saw other people doing that, and then you can let the ice drip on you. But I poured water on my head. Staying cool was a big part of it um, right. at this race. But one, dude, at this aid station, this guy, I'm like, is that a 
I was just going to go for a swig of Coke. And then I'm like, oh, that looks like it's green. I was like, is that Mountain Dew? Like, I would rather, it, for whatever reason, in that time, it sounded like I wanted Mountain Dew. Just a quick, small Dixie cup of it. And he's like, nah, that's pickle juice. I'm like, pickle juice? Like, pure what? pickle juice. I'm like, I've never tried salt? that. He's like, he's like, you should have that. And I'm feeling okay at this point still, but I'm like, sure. Right. I chugged pickle juice, which tasted weird, but I felt pretty good after it. So would well, it recommend probably a lot of salt. Yeah, probably a lot of salt. Yeah, and nice. Yeah, juice. so would recommend the pickle. I think juice. I'd throw up. That was a funny experience. Um, that ginger ale helped my stomach. Right. Um, yeah, the quads. Another thing on that course because it was technically net downhill. Have you ever heard when people are like, "Yeah, man, my quads just got shot. Like my quads were toast." I've never, right. I've always heard people say that and I'm like, cool. Like, I don't really know what that means. Like, what do you mean your quads right. are toast? Like just your quads? I think I figured out what that meant. Whereas there's a lot of downhill running and back home here, it's either flat in, in or kind impact. of uphill. Yeah. Right. It's like slow, like up on the top. So that happens hips. to me in skiing. In skiing, okay. like my quads would get shot from skiing all day. Yeah. And like, you can feel like you obviously you're using your quads, but when you're predominantly using that at more of a ratio than the uphill, which... I'm usually doing a little more uphill running here and flat than just downhill, right? I was like, dude, it's a weird thing. And like your body needs all those stabilizers. So I just think, the, dude, the 100K, you need to be more overall just toned. Like core strength, you want your form to stay good all day. I don't, dude, right. it was great learning experience. Um, oh my gosh, dude, I'm going to get so effed. No, you're not. Dude, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i going to run it for sure, but like, oh, man. I mean, I, 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 I got 6K avert. I, I've actually been feeling better on hills. Mm -hmm. Like I ran four miles, four and a half miles the other day and did like a thousand feet avert and felt felt pretty good. Like I, I, I'm running hills better than I ever have by nice. far. Is that, does that, does that, <laughs> so I'm feeling, so I, I started feeling a little bit of overconfidence dude, and then when, my... when, when, when I saw you eat it and then I saw my mileage being between like, 15 and like 26, which isn't even 32 miles, sure. which is the race. I was like, damn, I need to step it up a little bit these last couple of weeks. You're definitely, I'm, gonna, I'm effed. That ultra, which I will say on the pod, I'm probably pulling out of special just because my, <laughs> I'm not fully back to like. Just because it was too hard. He was like, dude, it's yeah. going to be so hard. Like, N Niles is so strong. Can't yeah. With it. So I am can't, bailing can't on the April up. 2nd ultra because. <laughs> Here's what I realized too. It's like I want to go into my next one feeling confident and like right. and good. My body's kind of my body needs a break, man. Like it's just been it, it's all these little things. I think I just need a rest time. And I think if I was to go into that, it'd just be like, why are you doing that when we might be going or we we are going to be going as far as we know to Sweden in August. And I want right. to have a good time at that 90k. Yes. So I I think, dude, that's just like I learned like. You can do more of these if you have the time to train, but if not, mm -hmm. like do a little bit less, get strong, and then enjoy your time out there. And honestly, like for yours, it's like you just got to rip the bandaid off, see what it's like, get right. You're not going to not finish and you're going to be fine and you'll learn a lot. So it's like, I think yep. just the, the I, mental I, I approach. I think what's too. nice is my, my, my expectations are very low sure. right now. So, so even if I finish, I'm be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like I did it. You know, I think nutrition for me is going to be big because I, I definitely start to get nauseous. Like, if I remember one thing, one feeling for my marathon, it was like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to throw up and this sucks, you know? So I, I don't want to get there. Yeah. Um, I, and, and I just don't know how, like, it's like, you just need so much food, right? Yeah, and dude, it's like, and I ended you, up, you need food that you can like digest. I ended not up not use. even eating that many of my spring 
gathering energy is because like none of them sounded good. Like what I crushed was watermelon, dude. Every aid station, I'd eat oh, like nice. three slices. They had like little PBJ slices that were obviously if you yeah. don't have water. Kind I'm gonna of hard. pack some Uncrustables. Is what yeah. I'm gonna do, dude. Anything <laughs> like, that peanut like peanut butter, bread. Mm. It's like it like the bread can soak up some stuff. The jellies, whatever, but the peanut butter is like make sure calories. make sure you get some salt chews too. Seriously, like okay. yeah. those are just as important with like. Take get getting hydrated. I'm probably gonna get those little, those little Cliff Bar squares. Squares they have like ones that have uh, it's called it's the the margarita flavor and they have like salt in them. So I might get those. margarita. <laughs> so I'll be crushing some margarita flavors. Dude, no worries. Don't get drunk. Yeah, um, I'm just trash. I, dude, I, I actually had a Cliff Bar duo, like those weird Cliff Bars. I had one in my fanny pack, and I was like. I think at that point I was almost walking mostly for a bit. So I was like eating yeah. it and it was the slowest I've ever eaten. Like my mouth was just like dry. And I'm like, I just took five minutes to eat one bite of a cliff bar. Like it was so right. hard to digest. Um, yeah. How dude. much did you walk, do you think? Oh, so much. Oh, so <laughs> much towards the end, dude. I tried, I seriously am like, my at the end of the day, I was kind of like I asked my body to just do a lot that whole day. Like I really right. did mentally. I was like, all right, you got to pick, got to go, got to pick it up. Like I think my brain was at a good spot all day, but I would say, okay, let's walk. Like we're just gonna right. get there. After my, I mentally threw in the towel of like I'm not gonna have the performance day I want or what yes. I think I should do. Which granted, I, I just think I thought I was better than I was. Let's be real. But that's kind of cool, though. Like, dude, being humbled, like you learn more. I mean, it's the classic trope, but like you learn more from like these kinds of failures than you do from a success. Like, you know, it's like like it's more character building. Yeah. And it, dude, it made me respect the front runners so much more. Like the fact that they can go out there, guys and girls, and really rip this course that I just did in the same heat. I'm like, how? You have dedicated so much more time and effort than I probably have into this thing you do and it's so impressive um granted people have days and like maybe i could have been a little better i don't care but like uh yeah it was sick but wait what were you asking <laughs> sorry um i just like down oh, this coffee uh, so i was uh, a little jittery about walking about yeah walking. so i was looking at my strava times so when i would walk i would basically walk anything that was a slight incline or even some flats if I, my stomach was feeling really bad but then i could the bummer was my muscles were so tight at that point, right? Like, so probably after about, I saw Ariana. Did you need more salt? No, I had a bunch on me and I was, I was good about taking it. I think I needed more food, but just the muscles cramping were the quads being cooked and also the overcompensating from my ankle. My left like groin muscle was trashed, like hard to even like move. So getting into a run is like so much more effort when your legs are toast and you're just tired. Um, but I, I don't know. It's hard to like say how much I walked, but I walked a lot. Uh, the last like 15 miles, I, it was never like, oh, uh, I, was okay. I was pretty happy with the way I would balance. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to walk for 30 seconds or I'm going to walk for five minutes and then balance that with like doing the same and running. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to walk for, I like play games with myself. Like, all right, I'm going to do myself a five minute walk and just chill out. And after that, I'm going to run for Amazing. five minutes. So I'm just like, Amazing. or I'm going to run to that cactus or this tree or rock or whatever, see how I feel and keep running, or I'm going to walk there. And I'm like, I just, that's what I do all day. That's amazing. Um, Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, selfishly, I, I would have yeah. loved to have seen you in some sort of, some sort of, I've never seen you struggle on a run. <laughs> so selfishly, I, I wish I could have seen it. 
I, yeah, it was a weird one because I've had runs like I did the Enchantments Loop with John Maxwell last year and I bonked so hard because we were running it kind of hard and then we hit, like I hit like a full on wall at mile 20 and I'm like, dude, like I'll, he just went and I was like, I'm gonna, I have to walk back to the car. This one was like, a, I never bonked. I just got so slowly cooked and in a weird way, if this race was a hundred miler, I think I could have kept going at my weirdly slow pace. Because mentally I was so there, I wasn't that tired. I had like a few sips of Red Bull throughout the day. And I was just, my legs were just shot. And so I was like, in a weird way, I could probably keep walking. And I like thought that to myself, which was a cool feeling. Could I have really done 40 more miles? Maybe, but I would have broken something. But like (laughs) mentally I was kind of like, well, I'm already going this slow. Like running like literally like 12, 13 minute miles. And then when right. you stop at an aid station, it's like, oh, that was like a 28-minute mile because you just sat for 10 minutes. Um, right. Yeah, that, 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 that's the thing. Is I'm going to want to like chill at these aid stations Yeah, give your, sure. definitely give yourself like five minutes or something just to like chill, like use them if you need it. But I switched my right. shoes once. Yeah. Oh, really? I started, in, I started in these Brooks shoes that I have been running in recently. They're the, the Brooks Catamount. They're like a lightweight trail shoe. I really like them, but they're not as... Uh, cushiony so I got to that was at what I think I got yeah to Black Canyon City which was like 37 miles and that's right where I really hit my that's where I saw Ariana that's where mentally in the race I was like a lot of people DNF there because you have to drop at an aid station Um, so I got there and I'm like I could see so many people just toasted. And I was pretty oh. toast too. But I, she was like, let's just switch your shoes to the tried and true Hoka Speed Goats. I knew the Kush. I put them on, dude. They're, they're, these are old. They're like so broken in. They have like 400, 450 miles on them. My feet just sink in. I'm like, oh yeah, that felt good. So then I had some squish for my hiking. The last Sick. aid station I saw her at was mile 51. Then she met me at the finish line. So 51 to the end is 11 miles. And I swapped my water bottles, my double handhelds for my pack. We brought my vest just so that I could get a break from that. And I knew I'd be doing a lot of hiking in that last 11 miles because I was pretty tired. And I had Mm -hmm. to put my headlamp on because it was... It's so funny. The last podcast, I'm like, yeah, dude, my my other goal is 10 hours, like which would have put me in not running in the night at all. I'm like, what was I thinking, dude? Like on a good day, this course was so much harder than I thought. I think 11 and a half to... I could do it in like 11 and a half, 11.45, I, I would say, as my ability level. So, Right. Anyways, man. Dang, so dude. do you have any other questions? No, I think that's it. I can hear my children crying downstairs per usual. Oh, so dude, okay. My, my dad instincts are telling me to go downstairs. One, one other quick, quick, quick story. Perfect. After the race, we had vacation. We hung out in Phoenix and we went up to Flagstaff. Nice. We did like a whole vacation so after, good. which I would highly recommend. We chilled. Dude, I met. Jim Walmsley. Oh, yes. And his, How could we his fiance, Jess. Dude, I was so stoked. So that, like, <laughs> obviously, like, dude, fanboying out. This is like the freaking Michael Jordan of right. ultra It's like running. meeting Ronaldo, yeah, but, like, Ronaldo's cool. He is the cool. best in the, like, he won ultra runner in the, of the year for, like, five years in a row. He's just a sick dude and really fast. He won like, Western States. Bro, he could have showed up to that Black Canyon race and beat everybody by over an hour. Like, that's... Right. He's just insane. So anyways, shout out to Ryan, who I mentioned. Ryan Thrower. He's local Seattle. Buddies he's a, with Jim. He's a content now creator you're for Free Trail. Ryan's the homie. Ryan and Jim were hanging out. 
up in Flag. We randomly Caleb like got pizza, out. met Jim. <laughs> Jim's a photographer, dude. He has like he had a camera around his neck, and so we were like talking about that for what a little bit. What kind of camera? He had a Sony, a smaller Sony A sixty three hundred, like a subcompact. Okay. But then I was okay. like, is this like your main camera? And Ryan's obviously he shoots Fuji right now. Uh, he's a killer photographer. Um, but Jim is like, no, dude, I also have a Sony A1, which is Sony's highest uh, end camera. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the nice A1, camera. you beast, dude. Um, so that He's was like, a- yeah, I make so much money from ultra running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, probably. I mean, yeah. Maybe. I don't know, dude. I feel like it's... I have no I idea. Like it's what, not. I have no yeah, idea what the, no the big idea. contracts right. are. I think if you're at the top like Jim, like, I think you're living pretty good. I think it quickly drops after it that. It quickly falls off. But yeah. yeah, that was a huge highlight. Spending some time in Flagstaff, wow. where all these other pro runners are, was Dude, just like let's get cool Jim on the pod. Well, he knows about the podcast, right? So he said because we interviewed um, <laughs> Evan Barnes. We interviewed Evan after the Western States, and Evan's his photographer. So we're in by doing photo video, which is sick. We have this little like sneaky in because like at our level, we're never gonna be like eh, hanging with the the top dogs. But like, like we're not a yeah, we're not an elite. I podcast. I think I found my. I think my, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm a mid pack, right? Like, I think I'm like upper mid pack. That's like where I've classified my, what? just in general like, at running. Like where you run? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm hanging in the back with the dogs, bro. But, but, I'm in like the chilling <laughs> vape, but back of the pack, baby. Bro, I I was so stokely shocked at how many just random people I got to run with at Black Canyon. There's this dad who was like. 45, keeping up with me just fine. Then he passed me. Then I passed him. There was a lot of like back and forth throughout the day, but kind of this same group of like Later 30 loser. people. Yeah, I ended up, but like, I think I ended up beating him technically, but like, you don't care at that point of beating right. anyone. You're just like, hey, you want to hike together for a little bit and chat? Oh, dude, right. this dude, oh, wow. one last thing. This dude on the trail, we got to talking for 30 minutes. He was like, I gave him some salt pills. I, I've become that guy that just gives people salt pills because I carry so dude, many. that's just like Sarah's uncle. Like, he just, like, he's just, he's handing them out like drugs. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> he's doing like, that. He, he's he's like, like a salt pill dealer. Dude, I've done that at two races now. And these people are like, oh, I'm so thankful. And his legs kind of came back. But dude, he told me, he was like, my wife and I just found out we're pregnant. We haven't told anyone. You're the first person I'm telling. And I'm like, well, that's sick because I'm a stranger on this race. And that's cool. the fact that he told me that, I was like, you just get so like, your heart is so warmed, especially as a dad. And we were talking about kids and family. Well, and you're just in such a weird position where it's like he knows you're not going to, you don't know anyone he knows. Yeah. It's almost like telling a stranger. Yeah. But you're in this weird vulnerable place where you're like 30 miles in and yeah. only halfway. And yeah, you're just no, yeah, spilling we, your heart to the homie next we to were, you hiking. We were deep and we were both like, and I know he's probably an awesome runner just like in general. Just We're just He's done a couple other 100Ks, but he's like, man, I thought I'd have a better day than this. I'm like, yeah, welcome to the club, bro. But I was like, we're going to get through it. We're just going to finish and just enjoy it, man. Like, we're out here. We're breathing. We're not injured. And you guys like, chest bumped and kept going. Yeah, he's like, oh, by the way, bro, I'm pregnant. By the way, I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into the sunset I go. Um, so, yeah, guys, that was my experience at Black Canyon. It was Overall, an incredible experience. The race is so well run. It's very professional feeling. It's big. It's a big event, so you feel like you're really a part of this cool thing. Right. Um, feels legit. People got tracking on you. You know. Wow. I'm gonna know. freaking run by myself because my because my dog <sighs> won't come run. Wait, with don't me. you have other no, friends that you. signed up, or did they all bail too? Yeah, they're all bailing. All yeah. of them. 
Let's go. Yeah, but dude. I'm gonna run it for sure. Yeah, you are. Like, like Sarah got the day off her work. She's making sure she's not working. Like, we're, I'm doing it. I so. will email the people and see if I could transfer my entry to someone. You can transfer. Yes. Well, no, you can transfer your entry to a different race. That's what everyone's doing right now. Oh, so that they if put you on. Booked, if, so if you've booked this race, uh, you don't want to do it because yeah. Caleb's not doing it, and we all want to do it. Caleb does. Uh, <laughs> you you can transfer the credits. I legit feel bad because we're like, hey, Strider, sign up for this race. We'll be there. Like dude, I wanted dude, gotta, to. Gotta, but gotta listen to your body, bro. Gotta my body. My body's. The funny thing is, I'm doing another funny little race on the roads with Taylor uh, and our girlfriend Elise this weekend. Oh, we could talk about recovery. Let's talk about recovery in the next episode. But my legs are. Do- yes. I'm a week. I'm a week out now. I was doing foam rolling, guns, the massage cool. gun, and I feel good today. So a couple days on the cool. bike. So Sweet. hopefully, all right, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully that yeah. wasn't too long. I love it. No, that was good. That was good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to today's pod. We'll be coming at you next week talking about the road to recovery. That sounds like Caleb's injured, but really he's just hurt from his race. And I'll be I'll have an update about basically what's going on with my training. So we'll probably come out with another episode next week or the following yeah. week. And thanks for listening. Encourage, thanks for support. Encourage Niles. But dude, no, I will say, I will say too, one last thing. I don't actually, okay. my ankle feels good. I'm not like injured. Oh, I think my body just good. needs, yeah, it's all feeling decent. My body just Your really Your body's needs, just like middle fingers. I like, need an off season. Me. Yeah, I need, right. to, I need to go surfing, dude. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Let's go surf. Let's go surf. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Love Thanks. you. See you. Later.